Hey, Connor, guess what? What? We're back. We back. One podcast. It's Smackmouth Fantasy Football. This is the Smackmouth Fantasy Football Podcast. And we're back. I am your host, your commissioner, your reigning champion, GM of the Warmest of Guards, Sean, joined once again by your co-host, co-commissioner, and GM of the fantasy football team, Connor. Welcome in, sir. Thank you. It's been a while. It's been a while. What it's been, let's see, it is... May may the fourth be with you when we're recording this, obviously. Um, so what it's been about three three, four months. Last time we recorded or released an episode was in January, so something like that. Wow. I mean, our fans have missed us. I know that. Yeah, I mean, they missed us so much that we're gonna give them too much of us because I if mean, everything we, goes right, they're getting a video. It literally got requested. That's true. That we get an episode out. That's true. So I mean, uh, by more than one person, tens of views coming. By more than one person, so I, I expect at least two listens on this one, and I guess three because I'll probably listen to it because I'm conceited. Um, and I just the whole league, the whole league knows that. Well, more than just our league, believe me. After the Very display true. from today. Yeah, after your little. Well, we don't talk about other leagues here. We don't talk Spence, about Spence are listening. other leagues. Hey, you, uh, should, you should try that. Get tonight, we've got a packed show. We're dodging tornadoes, but we've got a packed show. Uh, we've got some trade reviews that we're going to kick off the show with. We're going to roll right into the rookie draft. And then we're going to touch on some offseason and free agency recaps. Uh, Connor, anything else to say before we get into this? No, I think it's good. I think um, probably in a month or two, we might talk about doing a more in-depth trades yeah. podcast where it's like legit the trades that happened last year. 2021 trade review and see um, how they've turned out. And then probably each offseason, we'll, we'll, we'll still do the 2021 and at least mention to see if anything crazy has happened, if any, any of the trades have flipped, but then we'll also do the 2022 trades and so on and so forth until it's like 2030. Yeah. Um, so let's get into it. We've got, I kind of left off some of the smaller, we had some in like during the draft trades mm-hmm. that were kind of smaller. So I left those off, but we'll get into this. This is kind of about a month or so leading up to the draft, see how things shake out and affected the rookie draft. So on March 9th, you left, have, you left the small ones out, but this yeah. first one is a, is a four eleven for Kenyon Drake. Well, it included a player, so that's why I included it. Oh, okay. Touche. Ryan trades the 411 for Kenyon. No, Ryan traded Kenyon Drake for the 411. Mm-hmm. Jake yep. got Kenyon Drake. Uh, don't think we need to overanalyze that trade. 
Uh, March 14th, Connor got two. 2023 thirds in exchange he sent away josh reynolds nick westbrook akine and a 2023 fourth impressive that was nice they both used to be uh uh tennessee wide receivers now Mm. josh reynolds is in uh detroit but yes yes uh march 31st about a month out from the draft almost exactly uh your commission and reigning champion myself trades away jerry judy and a 2023 third and a 2023 fourth and gets back in return Tyler Lockett, Kareem Hunt and a 2023 second. Uh, and let me remind you, this was with Will. So I got Lockett, Hunt and a second. Will got Judy, a third and a fourth. And let me remind you back in October, Connor, I traded Kareem Hunt to Will for Jerry Judy straight up. That means... Uh... You that's what you call selling high in the stock market. That's right. I bought Jerry Judy when he was injured, and then his value sold him when Russell went there. That's right, which is the whole reason I basically bought Jerry Judy. Suck it, Will. Uh, then you got got the the uh wide receiver that Russell left, yeah, in this trade as well. April Uh, 5th, April 5th. Real quick, I was basically taking a a risk of taking a shot in the dark on Lockett here. I was kind of hoping that um, there's a lot of wide receiver trade talk coming out of Seattle after mm-hmm. Russell Wilson left. Most of it was centered around DK Metcalf, but I was kind of taking the gamble that the person they would actually ship out was Tyler Lockett. Since he's uh, older. That, that was March 31st. It is now May 4th. Uh, May the 4th be with you, by the way, Connor. And Tyler Lockett is still a Seattle Seahawk. Though the Seahawks did draft two, with seventh, Drew Lock, yeah, the Seahawks did draft two seventh round receivers. So, yeah. watch out! Yep. All right, and then a couple of days, about a week later, Katie. Uh, this was after Mitch Trubisky was signed by the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers. Katie got Mitch Trubisky, Trubisky, who for uh, Jacoby Brissett, who is. Potentially the starting quarterback in Cleveland when my boy Deshaun gets um, canned for a little bit. And then also the 209. Um, I'll just kind of leave it there. Y'all can uh, decipher that one. Um, end uh, of I April. traded, uh, again, trading at the peak mm-hmm. or what I assume to be the peak value. A lot of talk was starting. It hadn't really picked up, but was starting – in April of the Steelers drafting another quarterback. And so I traded Trubisky and they did go ahead and draft a first round. Can you pick it? So the only first, only first or second round quarterback. Yeah. yeah. Um, April 22nd, Baxter got Devontae Parker and Zay Jones and Ryan got the 206. Uh, Sean, initial reaction? Uh, throw up in my mouth. <laughs> I think that right now, I don't remember. I guess I can look it up. Ryan at the 206 drafted Tyrion Davis Price, Ty Davis Price. So that was in his <laughs> that was in his his three in a row yeah. of running backs. So I guess I guess looking at the player, Spiller I would say in there. Yeah, I guess looking at the player, I would say that uh, uh Baxter won. But at the time, I was like, uh, I would have traded those players for the second, also probably. Um. From Baxter, I think he'd be fine if I if I was sharing this. Um, I think there is some sarcasm in here, but it says 
Devontae is about to be the wide receiver one for Mac Jones. He's led the league in contested catches since 2019. Oh, and that's with still durability issues. Um, so he's he's high on the Devontae Parker to Mac Jones. Obviously, they went after and got him. Uh, the Patriots have Mac Jones. Ones. Yep. Um, my rebuttal to that was, what if Mac Jones isn't a contested catch thrower? Mm, he's a so, he's a you get open, I see you open, I throw the right. Ball to you. So a contested yeah. catch thrower would be uh, uh, Fitzpatrick. <laughs> yeah. Like he just throws the ball, and you better go get it. Whereas if he like, throws an interception, people, he doesn't kick. Nope. A lot of people uh, say that Dak Prescott is an open thrower. Like he's not going to throw it unless you are open and have separation. So um, April 30th, this was, this was the morning of the draft, wasn't it? The morning of the NFL draft. Yeah. Of the NFL draft. Gotcha. First, the first day. It was after, it was after because we already, we already knew the landing spots. Oh, it was the day after. So the second day of the draft. Yeah. Yep. Um, So I got the 101. And the 201 of the 2022 draft. And then I got a 23 first and a 23 second. Antonio got the 103, the 106, the 112, and a 2023 third. Yeah, so I thought that the, the trade would have been even without the 23 first that you got. Hmm. Um, so I feel- take out the 23 first and then that would have been even? Yeah, so because of the 23 first, like it's a clear win for you because just the weakness of the rookie class, I'm sure everybody has heard by now, but you know, it turned out okay. I think Antonio maneuvered around the board pretty well. Um, so we'll get into that later, but I think he did well with where he was or where um, he ended up. So, Sean, you can go ahead and make that uh, pick in one of our rookie drafts. Um, and I'll talk about the follow-up trade that also happened. This happened today. Uh, back-to-back be... picks, by the way. No big deal. May the fourth. All right. Congratulations in the third round. Um, follow-up trade is uh, I received J.K. Dobbins from the Baltimore Ravens, and Antonio received a 2023 first back in Kennedy and uh, – Kenny Galladay, the the Giants wide receiver. So, um, I mean, if you want to get it all fancy and whatnot, basically in the original trade, I got the 101, the 201, J.K. Dobbins, and a second. And then he got the 103, the 106, the 112, Kenny Galladay, and the 2023 third. But then again, also just a day later, he did trade the 112 for James Conner. So he got some <clears throat> running back depth there. So Antonio got James Conner. Ryan got the 112, which is funny because whenever I had the 112, I was talking to Ryan about getting James Conner for about the 112. I was, I was asking for a little bit more in return than just James Conner. So, I, but I thought it was funny that. 112 was used for basically what I was most likely going to use it for, or at least try to use it for. Um, let's see. Sean selected Keontae Ingram and Kalir Shakur for, with 306 and 307 in the uh, separate rookie draft. For I, uh, listeners. I might have a Keontae Ingram 
problem. I think I have oh, yeah? three shares of him now. You can talk to Katrina. Oh, I did not get him in that in our draft, so <laughs> I have nope. two shares of him. Thank you, Katrina. Exactly. Oh, you were mad that she got him. Yes, I was. Gotcha. He was going to be my next. Gotcha, pick. gotcha. Yeah, he, uh, he. For y'all, for those that don't know, he is the rookie running back for the Arizona Cardinals. I'm pretty sure Katrina has the has Eno Benjamin as well. So she's got two of the three. Oh, she's got both backups for the Cardinals. Um, trade number two um, on May 1st. Speaking of Katrina, Katrina got Jeff Wilson in the 111, yeah. who ended up getting uh, James Cook there, which I was I was sad about because I was looking for James Cook about two picks later. Um, and then Dylan got – oh, I correct myself. Dylan got Eno Benjamin – and the 203 and the 212. So she moved up uh, four spots for two second rounds. So she went and got her guy in James Cook, which I think is a great pick. Uh, for those y'all that don't know or is not off the top of your head, James Cook is the second round running back that was chosen by the Buffalo Bills. Pass catching out of Georgia. He was the pass catching back there because they always have the split backs. And then the last trade is just a little dinky trade. I got the 310 and the 402, and Eamon got uh, Diami Brown, who potentially linking up with, with uh, Sam Howell there at the Commanders after wind sleeves. Um, so he got Diami Brown in a 23 third. Uh, so, yeah. And so, I don't even remember who I got there. I think I got Hassan Haskins and – Got Haskins at the 310. Mm-hmm. And then you got Connor Snoop Snoop oh, Diggity Snoop. Dog Connor. <laughs> yeah, uh, at the four hundred two, all the RBs. So that's the trade recap. Yours was yours with Antonio's. The two with him were the biggest, obviously, yep. leading up to the draft. Um, so we'll get into the draft. Kind of what we're going to do is go team by team from champion to. Uh, worst team in the league by rankings last at the end of season going to go over their biggest needs according to me and then their draft picks and see how they did Um, but before we do that for our non smack mouth listeners I'm just going to run through the draft real quick just so everybody gets an idea of what the the draft capital or or how the draft laid out sound good to you Connor yeah Uh, and then on the YouTube we're just going to put it up on the screen right Uh, no uh i'll put I mean, my phone up there i mean hang on here we go let's see uh here you go here oh screen number one share whoa this is big time here oh, oh my lord all right uh 101 Brees hall to Kenny me Walker, drake london Traylon burks do you want to do you want to say who got them right Nate, right here i don't think it matters we'll go over who got them later okay so it went Hall, Walker, London, Burks. Then Connor, you took Garrett. No, Mexican took Garrett Wilson in your spot. Mm-hmm. Kenny Pickett goes 106, followed by Chris Olave, Jamison Williams, Sky Moore, Christian Watson at the 110, James Cook, the third running back off the board at 111. And then Jahan Dotson wraps up the first round. At the 201, Connor, you got Rashad White. Mm-hmm. Then it went George Pickens, Malik Willis, a little bit uh, to me. 
seems to be a reach at the 203. Isaiah Spiller, Damian Pierce, Thierry and Davis Price, Trey McBride, the first tight end off the board at 207. Matt Corral, Desmond Ritter, followed by uh, Brian Robinson, Alec Pierce, and John Mechie at the 212. Third round, Tyler Algier, Sam Howell, Tyquan Thornton, David Bell fell to the third round, Keontae Ingram, mm -hmm. Jalen Tolbert, uh, Wandale Robinson, Zamir White, Justin Ross, who was this unsigned was, at yep, the of the draft. Yep, great call by Will. So Justin Ross at 309, Hassan Haskins, Pierre Strong, and Valus Jones to wrap up the third. And then the fourth round, Kevin Harris, Snoop, Khalil Shakir, 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 uh, Jelani Woods at the 404, Tyron Williams, Calvin Austin, Tyler Batty, Cade Otten, the tight end to Tampa Bay at 408, Carson Strong, Romeo Dubs, Kennedy Brooks at the 411, and who was unsigned as well. Bailey Zappi at the four. Um, I, I would, as going over this, just at the overall, I would like to say the Malik Wills pick you thought was a little early. Um, I think it's it'd be argued very little to say that uh, Dylan's team is the most complete team in the league. At least he can't. He was the runner up last year uh, to yourself, but he's like one of the most more complete teams. So he is definitely able to take a risk on Willis there and also let him sit on his bench uh, to kind of marinate and potentially take over the, the starting quarterback job. Yeah, potentially. Uh, I think we talked about it at the time that Tan oh, Tanny Thrill has a, I think, $18.5 million dead cap after mm -hmm. the 2022 season. Oh, so let's get into but the nitty But that – that's also half the price of his actual contract. His contract's 36 mil. Sure. So dead cap, he would, they would still be technically saving 18 million. So the nitty gritty of the draft will start with the warmest regards and your champion myself. Uh, I identify the biggest needs, a combination of wide receiver and running back depth pieces. And then a QB three, basically rolling with uh, Rogers and, um, Pretty hair himself, Trevor Lawrence. That's my mm -hmm. two QBs. I do have and some ancillary pieces. I have Brissett. I have Tyrod Taylor. I have Mariota. Um, but those guys aren't 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 going to be around very long. Um, so I had two seconds, two thirds, and a fourth. I picked George Pickens at the two hundred two. I was pretty pleased that he fell there at the two hundred two. Thought he could be a first round wide receiver. Uh, I got Brian Robinson at the two ten. Um, kind of a perplexing pick by the by the manders in the draft mm -hmm. um so i thought if they were willing if they were willing to give him the draft capital that they did that i was i thought he might be a decent piece this year i assume he'll see the field a little bit he got picked in the third round at the 301 i picked tyler algier who went to atlanta that was actually a fat finger pick i was not going to pick him were you meaning to, to get keontae it's very likely that I was going to get Keontae. <laughs> um, turned out okay, because I think the next day is when James White got... Um, nope, Mike uh, Davis. Mike Davis, James White. Um, Pierre Strong at the 311 with New England. I really like the profile. I wish he had a better landing spot, but I'm going to stick with the talent there. Yeah. 
And then I got Kyron Williams in the, in the fourth, uh, the running back that the Rams selected. And I just, I, I assume that they're going to put him on the field in pass catching situations. So I'm hoping for a PPR back there. Over Daryl Henderson and Sony Michelle. Are they both still there? They are. I think I'm not sure on Sony's contract, his contract might be up, but uh, we know Daryl Henderson can't stay healthy and they're not exactly looking to throw him the ball a lot. So yeah. Uh, Sony Michelle is, is a, I believe is a free agent. I'll check. Okay. I'll double check that. Uh, any thoughts on my draft overall feeling needs any reaches um, or do you think i don't know about any reaches uh yeah he uh to confirm sony is a free agent so it's daryl henderson and it would have been like jake funk and those type of people jake funk did he have the achilles or he blow out his knee last year i can't remember it's one of those two i'm not sure yeah um did and you he, not think and he's white you, so i don't know yeah White running backs, like who are you, Rex Burkhead? Yeah, Christian McCaffrey. Um, that's that's fair. Uh, <laughs> did you did you feel that Pickens uh, is good on your depth uh, wide receiver? Like, why didn't you choose another wide receiver if you felt like that was a need? So the receivers that so I picked Pickens at two twelve. There wasn't another receiver that went off the board until two eleven. So, mm-hmm. um, so I your guess... next pick was. I think the in my well, it's the 301. So uh, the next the riders here that went after you were Tyquan Thornton, David Bell, Jalen Tolbert, Wandell Robinson, Justin Ross. Again, he was not signed at that point. Velas Jones. And then fourth round was Clear Shakur. And then you had another pick. So so in my personal rankings, I had George Pickens as the eighth receiver in my rankings and I got him as the I got him as the ninth receiver off the board. So I had but Jahan Dotson ranked after yeah. him. Um, so my next closest receiver was Jahan Dotson. And then after him would have been David Bell. And gotcha. I actually had a chance to draft David Bell in mm-hmm. the third round. And I fat fingered Algier. So gotcha. honestly, I was probably choosing between David Bell and Keontae Ingram, but uh, yeah. Okay. But I, I thought that I thought I have seen and have heard Pickens going in many first rounds of drafts. So I was pretty right. pleased to get him in the second round. Yeah, for sure. Um, I, I was just interested because potentially it's going to be a year before he has like a legit role there, potentially because they have Deontay Johnson and Chase Claypool, who is kind of the same body type as Pickens. But uh, he I've can heard step been... in and overtake Claypool. Yeah, I know. Okay. Yeah, that's the only questions I had. Next is the runner-up. The I'm going to start calling Dylan the URU, the ultimate runner-up, because he finished runner-up in two or two uh, Both main of leagues. the SmackDown leagues. Uh, uh, he and again, you you on for him. His biggest needs is tight end, like yep. only tight end. That he's kind got of a really solid team. Exactly. That backs up my point, saying that he's the most uh, complete team, so he could take a a risk after he traded down. And it wasn't the best tight end draft, and you'll be able to see that by his draft picks because he didn't take a single tight end. He had two seconds and two fourth-round picks. The 203, he picked Malik Willis, uh, like Connor said, kind of a quote-unquote luxury pick. Then John Mechie at the 212. I thought that was really good value at the 212. Second-round receiver falling to the end of the second second round in the draft. Really good. 
Um, Kevin Harris, uh, drafted by the Patriots, and then Tyler Batty, the Baltimore uh, running back in the fourth. I like Kevin Harris as a prospect. Again, really muddy situation in New England. Yeah, I mean, they drafted Pierre Strong and Kevin Harris behind uh, Ramondre Stevenson, who they just drafted last year, and then Damian Harris, who I think is on the last last year. Last year of his contract, obviously they're probably not going to pick it up. They're just going to keep funneling in rookie running backs. Um, but I liked I liked Kevin Harris and Pierre Strong separately, and then they go and draft them to the same team and just like <laughs> tanks both of their values. So yep. appreciate that, uh, Uncle Bill. Yeah. So with his draft again, great value or pretty good value with John Mechie, who is probably going to be at least the n- number two, maybe the number one for Davis. Davis Mills and people are projecting the Texans to have a top five draft pick next year, which could then turn into a CJ Stroud uh, or what's the Alabama kid? Bryce Young. Or Bryce Young, which would up their value again. So, and, and Cooks is, I think he signed a two year deal. And we're in another draft where John Mechie went in the first round today. So, very true. Uh, yeah, next, overall, I think it's good. Good draft yeah. by Dylan. Sorry. He didn't need a lot, uh, so we'll see how they turn out. I mean, I think Mechie's going to help him. The other three will probably be on his taxi squad. Yeah, I mean, don't forget, he did basically Christian McCaffrey for free. Yeah. <clears throat> hey. uh, third place last year was Jake. Uh, his biggest needs were quarterback, tight end, and running back depth. He only had two fourth-round picks. Uh, and they were the 411 and the 412. And I actually think he traded into the 412 during the draft. So he got Kennedy Brooks, the undrafted free agent out of Oklahoma, who went and signed a, actually a really good undrafted free agent contract. I don't know if you heard about it. I didn't uh, hear the deal. It was, I think it's 250,000 guaranteed. Dang, that's, that's they did. <laughs> so they did a lot of money for him and Carson Strong, which we'll talk about later. But yeah. that's been a decent money on undrafted free agents, which I guess they didn't. They didn't pick a first round quarter or running or receiver because I mean, I really like the Kennedy Brooks pick. He was going to be a priority free agent for me if he didn't get drafted. He's we ha, most of the people in our league are OU graduates or live in and about in and around Oklahoma. We've seen a lot of Kennedy Brooks. All this guy does is look unathletic and get five yards of carry. It's it's and then he'll break off a 30-yarder. Yeah, I don't. we don't know how he does it. I'm an, I'm an avid OU fan, and I don't know how he does it. I don't <laughs> think he's that good, but he is really good. OU, OU tried to replace him with a different running back each year, and he beat him out each time. Like, they brought in Noah Gray, who was supposed to be, like, a top, like a, Eric a top Gray. running back this year. Huh? Eric Oh, yeah. Gray. Yep, Noah right. Gray is a tight end for the Kansas City Chiefs. That's correct. Um, um, and he just he beat makes him out, these so. – he doesn't look fast, but he makes these little subtle footsteps and subtle body movements to where he never takes a solid hit and he just sheds tackles and gets five yards of carry. It's incredible. All right, we're spending I think too much that, time on an undrafted okay. free agent. Well, I so, still think uh, that he's going to – I think he's going to produce at some point this season for the Eagles offense. There we go. There you go. And then Bailey Zappi got drafted by New England to Who be cares? the backup, um, but he did have like 68 touchdowns or 72 touchdowns this past year. Pretty impressive. All be right. Great, be a great uh, XFL player next year. Fourth, hey, the backup quarterback is the best job in the NFL right there. 
Uh, fourth place was Will. Uh, his biggest needs were running back and quarterback. He has Tom Brady, thankfully, who came back, and Davis Mills. Um, let me see. I think he has some other. He has another one that's more safe, but those are the two. Yeah, so he's got Tom Brady and Justin Herbert. Yeah. And then Davis Mills, Teddy Bridgewater, and the, the Red Rocket, Andy Dalton. So he only had one – Will only had one pick this year, and he drafted one of the only guys that was not drafted in the NFL draft, uh, in our draft. Um, and it worked out because John Ross ended up getting – not John Ross, right? Yeah, Justin Ross. Justin. Justin, Justin Ross. John's he got drafted. He got picked up by uh, Kansas City. I think so. that this was an absolute dart throw, and it's still unlikely that he produces as an undrafted free agent, but he went to the best spot you can go to, So, and they need wide receiver help. So, The second best spot would have been to Jacksonville, just so he could have been with uh, Trevor Lawrence. Mm. Yep. Anyways, um, David, I think, yeah. Go ahead. I got nothing else. David ended up being fifth. His uh, – Again, this this section was well. The whole show doc was made by Sean today or this week. Uh, but just for the the viewers, uh, the biggest needs are QB exclamation point and then tight end exclamation point. So, so yeah, his QBs are Daniel Jones. Okay, he's going to be the starter, and then Baker Mayfield, Mason Rudolph, and Gardner Minshew. Okay, doesn't he have and, one more? Well, if he does, it's not showing. Here, he's got Daniel Jones, Corral, Mayfield, Rudolph, and Minch. Oh, yeah. Wow. So he drafted Corral. Uh, And then I thought he had a third one. He had Roethlisberger. Oh, Big Ben. Rip. He uh, he cut Roethlisberger for good reason. And then his tight ends are Dalton, Dalton Schultz, Noah Fant, and the Ferksonator, Anthony Ferkser. Which you put a big exclamation point on that, and I guess Dalton uh, Schultz is going to be pretty good. Dalton Schultz last year was the tight end three. Okay, forgive me, Connor. Peek behind the curtain. I used the Dynasty Nerds Dynasty GM tool to look at all this, and his little bar for tight ends is real small. <laughs> so I said that he had a tight end hey, need. Hey, that's fine. I we're. This is what the show's about. We're getting into it. I don't want David to feel like he's getting hounded again. Oh, David deserves to be hounded because oh. he thinks he always gets hounded. So we're going to hound him. And his oh. tight ends suck, but not right. nearly as bad as his quarterbacks. David, uh, that's all Sean. So his picks at the 208 were Matt Corral, who went to Carolina. I think he has a chance to play this year. Yeah, I mean, any chance to – basically, the head coach – rule is gonna whatever gives him the best chance to stay another year he's gonna do it all he has to do is put a sheet over his head and sam darnold will run away because he's scared of ghosts wow that was rough uh (laughs) 307 was wandale robinson 308 was zamir white who went to las vegas sorry wandale robinson went to the giants who's potentially trading away Kadarius tony uh Zamir White, who is also known as Zeus, went to Las mm, Vegas, who did who did not pick up uh, Josh Jacobs' fifth year. Uh, 406 was Calvin Austin, the little guy that went to the Steelers, uh, kick returner, which 
is points in the dynasty football fantasy that's football true god i always forget about um, that that's true that's a good pick. and then Cade otten who is the tampa bay rookie tight end and out at this washington. moment out of washington at this moment uh gronkowski is not on the tampa bay roster he is a free agent uh, he did say though if edelman returned that he would definitely come back and play that, that is an actual quote from Gronkowski. Edelman? Yes. <laughs> Edelman's been retired for two years. So, um, Sean, he got a QB. He got a. He, he also did. got a tight end. And then he got uh, some athletes, at least, some smaller wide receivers. And then I, I like mean, Zamir White. You can go wrong with Zeus. I like Zeus. Um, even though they have, like, five running backs there now. There was only two receivers off the board when he took KDOT. And so I've got to trust David's scouting here. If he thought Kate Otten was the third tight end on his board, then oh, I'm going to trust him. To, to correct you, there's only two tight ends off the board when Kate was selected. You said wide receivers. Yeah. Oh, yeah, tight ends. So McBride and Jelani Woods had gone prior. And so he got the, he got what he he is declaring essentially is his third tight end um, off the board at 408. So I, yeah, because... I think Kate Otten, I had highlighted him to look at him and as a free agent because I didn't think he'd get drafted. So I think he's got a decent profile. Um, let me see here. I've got the here's the other athletic what, score here. Well, you're looking it up. Uh, here's the tight ends that were picked up on the waivers today, which I know we'll talk about this later, but just to show other tight ends that were out there. Uh, likely that went to Baltimore. Charlie Kohler that went to Baltimore. Jeremy Ruckert that went to the Jets. Dolchich that went to Denver. Uh, Bellinger that went to the Giants. Ferguson that went to Dallas. And Calcaterra that went to Philly. So a lot of tight ends wow. picked up. I didn't realize there was that many tight ends picked up. A lot up of them by Jake. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's got a tight end problem. Isn't that right, Katrina? <sighs> Does that mean that he has a really tight end or he has a saggy end because he has a tight end problem? I was, mm. I was thinking that, it had, that he had a tight end, like his mm. nice, strong cheeks. We'll have to get clarification from Katrina yep. on that one. <laughs> <laughs> Um, uh, overall, for, uh, that he didn't he didn't have any testing, so gotcha, I think gotcha. Um, but I think overall for the picks that David had, I think he did well. I would agree with that. Let's see, and then next we have Katie, who her biggest need is quote unquote all, all. and then goes on uh, quarterback, running back, wide receiver. At her, she had. Her first her picks were the 107 and the 207 because she did make the playoffs. Uh, she squeaked in. She's one of the last ones in there. So, so her first quick, pick. Uh, real quick, her quarterbacks currently Tannehill, Matt Ryan, Trubisky, and Geno Smith. Running backs Aaron Jones, Gainwell, Henderson, and Devontae Freeman. Uh, her wide receiver core is not too bad. Jalen Waddell, Deontay Johnson, Michael Gallup, Adam Thielen. Uh, tight ends Travis Kelsey so she's got a good solid base mm-hmm. there but we know he's getting older but she also has Zach Ertz Logan Thomas so she's got depth at tight end mm-hmm. yep she was playing uh the Ertz at in her flex spot last year and he mm-hmm. gave her some good numbers um so for her draft she went uh 107 was Chris Alave that went to New Orleans who needed at a wide receiver two uh, Trey McBride was what we just talked about. The first tight end off the board went at 207. So, again, she's got 
She likes her tight ends. So Katrina, hold on to Jake. Yep. Um, Alec Pierce at the 211, which is the Cincinnati receiver that went to Indianapolis. And then the Colts, which could be good with Matt Ryan mm-hmm. um, and uh, opposite of Pittman. And then speaking of uh, testing off the board, that guy, man. Yeah. And then Velas Jones at the 312, who's like one of the oldest prospects uh, in the draft this year. But I was definitely looking at him for the 402 whenever she uh, got him there. So I think Velas Jones is very interesting because they didn't. The Bears, sorry, he went to the Bears. They didn't mm-hmm. do hardly any free agent acquisitions at wide receiver. So it's Mooney, and then they picked Velas Jones um, pretty so pretty early in the draft. Alec, Alec Pierce had a 9.82 out of 10 on the relative athletic score. Wow. He's an athletic freak. Uh, I thought the Trey McBride pick was a reach when she's in desperate need of quarterbacks mm-hmm. when she had her pick on the board of Corral in, in running and Ritter. And they were picked right after she picked McBride. Uh, I'm assuming because she had the 207 and the 211, she expected one of those quarterbacks to fall to her at 211. Mm, that hurts. But in a super flex league, I just think you have to value the quarterback higher. And so, I don't know. I thought she should. She reached on a tight end she didn't really need, and she lost out on the quarterbacks. So that was unfortunate mm. for her. That is unfortunate. Um, yeah, so we'll just go on to Baxter. You want me to take this so you can make your pick? <clears throat> uh, yeah, you go for it. I, I might have to wait till after this, but yeah. Okay. Baxter narrowly missed the playoffs. Uh, his biggest needs, tight end, wide receiver, and running back. He only had two picks, the 109 and the 36. Uh, at the 109, he picked Sky Moore, the, the uh, second round receiver to Kansas City. And at the 36, the hometown guy for Baxter picked Jalen Tolbert, the Dallas receiver. Uh, he filled the wide receiver needs uh, with those two picks. Didn't really have many options outside of that, I don't think. His top receivers are Mike Evans, Mike Williams, Cortland Sutton, Rondale Moore. So he definitely needs some. Uh, bigger point scoring pieces there and I mean I like Sky Moore he's in the right place you think he'd be getting he'd be getting some targets this year so and then Jalen Tolbert at least until Michael Gallup comes back you think he has a role as well we'll have to figure it out in terms of tight ends and wide receivers who his tight ends are Hunter Henry Bob Tanyan OJ Howard and Ricky Seals Jones. Mm, that was nice. Um, and then lastly, we will or not last, but we got we got about five left. But I am on the board, Sean. You can make your pick in the draft. Um, this is for the listeners. This is a startup draft, so we're going thirty rounds deep and only in on the sixth round after how many days? Three. Yeah, it's been painful. Um. So for me, uh, that's, that's there must uh, running back was put on here twice. Um, so my biggest needs evidently are running back, running back. Yeah, that was on purpose. Yeah, it's because I didn't have any running backs since all the trades and wide receiver. So I traded up to get my boy Brees Hall. Don't worry, I have his backup in Michael Carter. Um, Two hundred one, I got Rashad White 
I did want – I was really hoping James Cook was going to fall to the, to the 201. He did not. Katrina sniped me. I got Hassan Haskins. He is the backup for Derrick Henry in the, at 310. And then these are two that I traded for um, – traded to get from Amen. So Hassan Haskins, the 310, backup for Derrick Henry. Snoop in my namesake, Snoop Connor. At the 402 is the Jacksonville running back that was drafted. I don't think James Connor or sorry, James Robinson is going to be ready for the start of the season. So he could definitely uh, be put in there with ETN and kind of be the second punch of the one, two, or maybe the first and second down back. He's a, he's a thicker back. And then 409, um, I was real close to selecting Romeo Dubs. Uh, who Antonio selected right after me, but I went with Carson Strong, who, uh, similar to Kennedy Brooks, he got a $20,000 signing bonus and $300,000 from the um, Philadelphia Eagles. And I've actually heard that he had multiple, like there are quite a few teams that were trying to get him. So it's huge that one, that he chose the, the Eagles and two, that they paid more for him. Um, so, obviously, they're ensuring their backups behind Jalen Hurts just in case he's not the answer, but that could also mean that maybe Minshew's traded somewhere. He'd be a fit in Seattle uh, since he went to school Washington State, right, Sean? Who was that? I believe. Uh, Minshew went to Washington State? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, maybe he goes to Seattle. I don't know. Um, but again, to address the second running back in my running back need, I traded a 23 first for Dobbins, as mentioned before. Next, Ryan, uh, his biggest needs were wide receiver and, and a QB3. He's got Dak and Russ Wilson. Uh, he had a good number of picks in this draft. I know they used to be all in the fourth, so he did a pretty good job of moving himself up and uh, getting a good amount of picks. So he had three first-rounders after he traded James Conner away. He had three second-rounders and two third-rounders. Um, nice, Sean. You picked exactly who I was between. I was, I was either going to choose uh, Mike Dave or Mike Evans or A.J. Dillon that I chose. So, same page. Mike Evans in the late sixth feels pretty good. Yep, I was – yep, anyways. <clears throat> um so for Ryan, can you look up his uh, 304 pick, Sean? Yep, 304 for Ryan was David um, Bell. Oh, the picks are after. That's my bad. That was dumb of me. Okay. Um, so at the 104, he got my boy, my new boy, Traylon Burks, wide receiver one for the Tennessee Titans. Um, still don't know what the Tennessee Titans were even doing. How they I don't understand how they only got a first and a third for AJ Brown. Blows. I mean, they also got away from paying $25 million a year. I don't care. (laughs) I mean, there's value in that. There's I know I I understand that, but you can't get like a first, a third, and like a second or a third next year for a top five running back or receiving whatever. So Tennessee drafted their backup or their replacement, AJ Brown replacement and Traylon Burks, which a lot of people comped him to 108 I think is a this is a great pick for a team that is rebuilding in Ryan 
Jamison Williams at the 108. I think I messaged him, told him that this was a great pick. And then yeah. he got 112. At 112, he got Dotson. So there's three wide receivers to fill that running or that wide receiver need. Two of four, he got Isaiah Spiller. Two of five, he got Damian Pierce. Sorry, Isaiah Spiller, who went to Chargers. the Chargers, is going to be the the second punch of the of the Eckler. Um, Damian Pierce, who is going to be competing with a couple grandpas in Houston, and More Rex than Max Burkhead. On grandpa, he just has a blown Achilles. Well, I was talking about Rex Burkhead and David Johnson. Sexy Rexy. But also, uh, yep, they got Marlon Mack, and they also have Daria Gumbawali. Or oh, whatever gosh. his name is. Give me um, all the running backs. So Damian Pierce is by far the youngest, most likely with the most juice. Then he got Terrian Davis Price, who I mean, here's uh another third round San pick, Francisco so. running back. Yeah, they didn't use their third round running back last year, so they're trying to Through that. get a new one. Um, they went with the sixth rounder instead. And then he got Sam Howell at the 302. So again quarterback depth in Superflex is huge and at the 302 for a rebuilding team he was selected in the fifth round so that really hurts his his uh likelihood of of hitting but and then at the 304 as Sean mentioned he got David Bell which I think is a great pickup in the third round mm-hmm. went to Definitely. Cleveland it's going to be paired up for Deshaun Watson he did great he had a young breakout age at Purdue but um, he tested not very well, tested slow, couldn't jump, just measurables weren't there. If but, he produces uh, in of, NFL, he's Keenan Allen. I was going to say people – yeah, they. I've heard comps to uh, Jarvis Landry, which who just left Cleveland. So, But apparently uh, I would there, say, there are rumors that they're going to resign him, so I don't, I don't know. If I was Jarvis Landry, Landry, I'd go back there with Deshaun Watson. Um We'll talk about but I think later. I think this was a great draft by Ryan. He again he moved yeah. his picks around well. They used to be a whole bunch of fourths. I think he got like eight of them from you, Sean, uh, for <laughs> something. And uh, <laughs> I think it was what? Yeah, I did trade him three uh, three fourth round picks for something at one point. Yeah, I think I think at one point Ryan had three to five or four to five fourth round picks in this draft i think it was emmanuel sanders maybe i traded three fourths for emmanuel sanders that sounds right emmanuel sanders didn't do anything after i got him yeah but, so uh, yeah, I'm, Ryan, i agree with you i think this was a really good draft the only pick i don't really like is the dotson pick but that's just because i don't really like dotson the player uh everything right, else he i did, think was he did get the draft capital he's mm-hmm uh, well, and I heard... he has all the picks he had he had the luxury to take a few risks so mm-hmm. Uh, I, I've also jealous. heard that with the receivers wanting more money, that uh, McLaurin n- next year is his last year. Um, so um, they might be just preparing for possibly moving on from McLaurin if he gets too expensive, similar to AJ Brown. But again, good job by Ryan. Um, yeah, great draft for him. Next, we got Katrina. Her biggest needs are tight ends. Well, I think she knows where to get that fix. Uh, tight ends, wide receiver, and just getting younger at running back. She's got she's got a good running back core. They're just a little bit older. Mm-hmm. She's got Chubb, uh, Zeke. Zeke, and some older and some other. Uh, 
backups. Chubb, Zeke, Damian Harris, Tony Pollard. Damian Harris, which yeah. we just talked about, is probably not going to go back to the – well, in a crowded room in New England, probably won't go back there, which could actually help him out. However, her first pick uh, was the 110, so she got Christian Watson. She moved up to the 111, jumped me, got the – I guess two ahead of me and got James Cook, which again, I think is a great pick. It was a good move uh, on her part. Tyquan Thornton, which is the running back or the wide receiver that everyone says was picked way too early in the NFL draft, but he's a speed, speed, well, speedster out yeah. of Baylor that went to New England because Mac just loves to throw the ball so far. Um, and then Keontae the Ingram, Keontae um, Ingram with 305. And then Clear Shakur at the 403 is a great, I think is a great value for her. Um, well, for anybody. He's the <clears throat> speedy wide receiver from kind of slot receiver from Boise State that went to Buffalo. So he's a little log jam there with Jamison Crowder potentially. Um, but if he's good, he'll he's gonna be on one of the top offenses in the league for a couple of years. So um again, they I think support- that's they can support three or three wide receivers in that offense. Just a matter of, it, it seems to rotate. The three seem to, uh, outside of digs, it seems to rotate every game almost. Yeah. So I think this was a good draft. Uh, tight end was a need, but again, that's just due to the older tight ends that she has. So she has Gronk. She had Gronkowski, who was a beast last year. Um, and then she's got young ones in Noah Gray, Hunter Long. She has Gasecki that just re-signed in Miami, and then Cameron Brait, which was the backup in uh, Tampa Bay to Gronk. Uh, and then we'll talk about it a little bit later, but on the waiver, she did get one tight end in Rutgert that went to the Jets, who kind of went to a some, – some analysis people really like it in the, the location, but she went be, he's behind uh, Conklin and C.J. Uzama, two signings that the Jets just signed, so – um, who knows? I'm, I'm pretty sure he's a good blocking tight end, so he could at least get on the field for that. Congrats. Uh, Eamon is second to last. Uh, needs for him are RB, 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 wide receiver, and a QB two slash three. Lots of needs for Eamon. Unfortunate for him. He only had two picks, the 102 and the 404. For those of you that are shocked by the four running backs that are mentioned, running back needs that are mentioned, um, Eamon has, he had before this draft, um, Miles Gaskin, David Johnson, Marlon Mack, Sony Michelle, Royce Freeman, Keyshawn Vaughn, Khalil Herbert, Chris Evans, Mark Ingram. Yuck. <laughs> His best so, running back asset is Marlon Mack. He does have a, a handful of Houston running backs. Royce Freeman's in Houston. Marlon, which I didn't know that. Yeah, he signed. He re-signed with Houston. So he, there's another guy in Houston. So Royce Freeman is, is in Houston. Marlon Mack is in Houston. David Johnson is Houston. So there, that's why he's locking down the emphasis, Houston backfield. Emphasis on the running back. And he also he tried to move up to the 101 after I moved to the 101. Um, and he tried to play – he knows it. He tried to play off that he would not pick a running back so that I would move back to the 102. Um, <laughs> obviously – So he was just going to lie to your face? Well, that's the thing. He didn't necessarily lie. So I was like, 
I was like, be honest, who, who would you take at the one-on-one? And he said, well, I think it's pretty obvious that I have a need at QB. So he never said he was going to take a QB, this but was he was after trying to we knew that. landing spots. Yes. After this the first was, round. This is after I traded for the one-on-one, which I think, so I think this was uh, Friday or Saturday. Um, so yeah, we knew landing spots and everything. And he texted me and said, dang it. And then he said, then he tried to trade up and I was like, no, get out of here. Uh, so I yeah, I don't know. I wonder if he tried so, to trade up when Antonio was there. Surely he did. Yeah, he just didn't have. Obviously, he didn't have any picks to do it. I honestly you know? did not expect Antonio to trade out of the one on one. I didn't either, but I think it for a team that was tanking last year. I mean, he got a bunch of a bunch of picks out of it, and we'll we'll talk about him after after this. But I think he got a lot of talent out of this this draft as well. Um, trading out of the 101 made sense to me until he traded jk dobbins and then it made no sense to me so uh yeah sorry sorry we'll we'll cover your two picks don't worry so again four running backs was his need a wide receiver or wide receiver and he has patrick mahomes and jimmy g and darnold or oh and darnold yeah and kyle allen and kyle trask real big fan of kyle's Mm-hmm. Um, at the 102, he did pick up Kenneth Walker, who I've heard mixed reactions around the analysis people, around our coworkers in the the yeah. fancy football yeah. world. Mm-hmm. Um, some our people peers. think it's a, there. There's a side that says that it's a good value or a good place because they are obviously a run first team. Um, they obviously they obviously like to run the ball. They obviously don't have Russell Wilson anymore. Other people are saying the offense is going to be bad. They have Rashad Penny. Um, they And then most importantly, they have Drew Locke and nothing else at quarterback. So Baker um, Mayfield? I, I did hear a stat, I mean, which makes sense that someone was saying like, this is a, a for sure sign that Chris Carson is, is way worse than anyone thinks he is, uh, which hurts me because I traded for him. But um, anyways, at the 102, he got Kenneth Walker. He was – everyone had him as the best pure runner in the draft class. He broke out at Michigan State last year. And then all the way to the fourth round, he got a tight end, Jelani Woods, 6'7", freak, that's trying to take over uh, Mo Alley-Cox's spot in, um, in Indianapolis. I must say Gone? back in – must have been February, I, March. I had tried really hard to move up to the 102. Mm-hmm. Um, this, the trade was essentially centered around Joe Mixon, moving Joe Mixon to get up to the 102. With because if you remember back then, it was Malik Willis, Malik Willis is probably going 101, Brees Hall is going 102. I figured if I can move up to the 102 before the hype really gets going, then I either end up with Brees Hall or Malik Willis preferably Brees Hall if I'm trading away Joe Mixon. I must say I'm very glad I did not do that in hindsight <laughs> with the way the draft fell. Yikes. Yeah. Um, Eamon still has a long way to go. He's going to be looking ahead to 2023 or four. Which he does. He does have his 2023 pick. <clears throat> um, 
which is big. I think he has two 2023 firsts. I'm looking now. Yes, he has his 2023 first and Katrina's 23 first. Mm. And then he has his 23 second and Ryan's 23 second. And then he has his 23 third and Katie's 23 third that, that I traded him for the – and then he has his 2023 fourth. So, like we said, he made two picks in this draft. He also traded it out of two picks um, whenever I traded it traded him for the 310 and the 402 so he had four draft picks he decided to only do, do two build up uh draft picks for next year which i respect he's got to get a little he's got two first two seconds two thirds um in quote unquote a way better draft class than this year so lastly but not leastly 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 yeah antonio his biggest needs are wide receiver tight end and quarterback because he's got Mainly Hurts and Trey Lance, who I, who we think is going to be the starter for 49ers. I don't know. However, yeah, don't he know. moved back from the 101 um, and required two extra firsts from me. So at the 103, which is my spot, he got Drake London, which was the first wide receiver off the board in the draft and in our draft. Um, big 6'5 basketball guy that went to Atlanta. Then at the 105, he got Garrett Wilson, who is, quote-unquote, the best receiver in the class, um, NFL-wise, not necessarily fantasy-wise. But <clears throat> he went to the Jets to play along Elijah Moore and his his brother, Zach Wilson. Um, and that's going to be a throwback to, to whenever they were, they were kids playing catch in the, in the yard, you know, just two brothers, Garrett Wilson and Zach Wilson playing. Yeah. And then the 106, he addressed that QB need with the one quarterback that was taken in the first round. 106 is pretty good for what some will say is going to be the starting quarterback for the uh, for the Steelers in Kenny Pickett. Then 209, I think he was happy that uh, Desmond Ritter fell to him, who was drafted by Atlanta, who currently has the – the veteran carryover from for uh, Marcus Mariota, and then lastly, I was like I said before, I got it was between Carson Strong and Romeo Dubs. Romeo Dubs was selected by Antonio at the four ten. He is the Green Bay uh, wide receiver that was drafted, and I mean, obviously, wide receiver or Green Bay needs wide receivers, so he has a chance to make an impact with one of the best quarterbacks in the league. Any other comments? No, I mean, pretty good draft for Antonio. Uh, I think it really helps him, puts him in a spot where he can compete for the playoffs this year, I think. So. Who do you think had the best draft? I think it's probably Ryan. He had a bunch of picks, but I think he used them wisely and uh, mixed upside with, I guess he has a lot of upside in receiver with Jameson Williams, Traylon Burks. Um but I, th- I think he did the best in kind of building out his team and pairing them mm-hmm. with the pieces that he already had on his roster. Yep. I agree. I think, I think each piece that he drafted will only minus Sam Howe. Yeah. Um, I think each piece on his roster could increase in value and help him out. If anything, as in Trey bait, which we'll talk about his uh, strategy anyways, going <laughs> forward. So um, I think, yeah, I, Back to Sam Howell real quick. I have liked Sam Howell. I 
I liked him better than most of the quarterbacks in this class until I mean, the draft he was, happens. So last year he was projected to like people thought he was going to be the 101, and yeah, then he lost yeah. both his running backs, both his receivers, some offensive linemen, and just ran for his life basically all year. I mean, going into the NFL draft, I was anticipating or I was hoping to be able to grab Sam Howell at the 202 of our rookie draft, assuming he got like a, you know, a first or second round draft capital and just obviously didn't happen. So, mm-hmm. yep. Overall, good draft. It went pretty quickly. We still yeah, had a we lot of done, trades. We, we get um, done on Monday. We started I Sunday, so. got done Monday. That's, no. Oh yeah, because you said that we were gonna make get it done in a day, and then Katie, yeah, uh, waited till the next morning. So, yep. So, anyways, that was a good draft. Uh, I love the slow draft, even though it we was made it pretty slow. Fast. It was a slow draft, but it went fast, so it was fun. Right, agreed. Unlike have the other ones, we're the suffering full eight for... hours. <laughs> Dylan, J. Lop. That's a that's another league listeners. Uh, but J Lop was in our pirate league. He's a he's a listener, I think. So I, I know. I just want to make sure that our uh, shout out Smack to Mouth our listeners dynasty, that aren't in the Smack Mouth league. Smack Mouth Dynasty people do not get angry at us because we did get a complaint about talking about other leagues one time. So yeah. All well, right. Now let's that go guy to the, that complained is in this league we're talking about. So let's go to this off season recap. All right. So essentially, what uh, we did here was we picked kind of the biggest story or two depending on the team uh, of the off season for each of our teams in our league so connor you're up first biggest stories here uh you kind of see how it goes connor's team affected a lot in free agency but deshaun watson Mm. was the biggest uh, effect to connor's team i also put a trailer here to aj brown trade which happened during the draft so obviously Deshaun Watson traded from the Houston uh, Texans to the Browns. Um, do you think he's going to play this year? Yes. You think he's going to be suspended at all? Yes. How much? I think. How much do you think? I think he'll miss six games. So you're aware of how they structured his contract? Yeah, he only gets like paid one million this year. A million dollars this year. So if he gets suspended the whole year, he only misses out on a million dollars. Yep. You want to hear my conspiracy theory? Yep. Okay. So scuttlebutt around the league, you know, with all my inside sources, I think a lot of the owners are pretty ticked off that the Browns gave Deshaun Watson all this guaranteed money. Mm-hmm. Uh, I. Roger Gazette Goodell in the league is not stupid. They see how he how they structured his contract. What if that's just, what if they just say, you know what, because you're trying to get one over on us, he suspended two years. And now he's think, missing out on $40 million instead of $1 million. If your conspiracy theory is that, I think it would go the opposite way. And it would be like, we're going to investigate this and we're going to be very deep in the investigation. And then once the Browns are eliminated from the playoffs, they're going to say, all right, uh, Deshaun Watson is suspended all of next year. So you think they're so going to drag out the – they're going to let so him he, play, but they're going to drag out the investigation? They might let him play and get that million dollars, and then, if anything, that's what I think that's what they're going to do because they've been dragging out the investigation for however long anyways. A year. So, And there's still, case, there's still stuff going on with Deshaun um, and whatnot. So, whatever. Um, go. I'm. I'm just gonna go mute on this next one. 
Uh, I mean, we, I mean, you're the one that needs to comment on it's the AJ Brown trade. Uh, to me, I think it's a slight down. Honor's <laughs> a big tits fan and they lost AJ Brown. So he's sad. I have two AJ Brown jerseys. Oh yeah. Uh, I, Good news, Connor. I have some emerald green spray paint in the garage. I'm gonna bring you the can, the white jersey. Just spray it green. We'll tape. We'll tape off the numbers and the the name. It'll be fine. I might. I might legit try that with it because it's worthless now for a Titans jersey. Um. um but, but yeah, AJ I mean, Brown. I, Connor, I did offer you ten dollars for one of those jerseys. You did. Yes, you did. Um. For those oh, that are still that, on the table. Those of you that were not here for the podcast whenever this was revealed, um, pristine auction. We are not uh, not a paid ad yet. Yet. Um, yet. yet. But pristine auction, I put in a bid on multiple A.J. Brown jerseys, um, not really understanding that you can't take your bid back once you win one of them. So I ended up winning both A.J. Brown jerseys um, a blue one and a white one. So at least they weren't the same. Um, I have the blue one hanging up in my room over my desk, uh, my, my workstation. But uh, yeah, so AJ Brown traded to the Eagles only for the 16, 18th overall pick and a third round pick. So he is now uh, filled up an Eagle and it just feels disgusting. Does it feel more disgusting for your rooting interests of the Titans or your fantasy team? I don't think it's that big of a difference for fantasy. I think he might lose a little bit. Um, maybe a touchdown or two. But I would just like him to stay healthy for fantasy. Yeah, but for my rooting key. interest, my rooting interest for the Titans, it hurts because – there's no way that Traylon Burks comes in and does what A.J. Brown has done. Not this year. He could in, in the future years, but yeah. it's right. not an immediate trade. Uh, next right. is Ryan's team, and he had his team was affected in big ways free agency this year. Russell Wilson on his team was traded to the Broncos. I think it's not necessarily an upgrade or a downgrade for Wilson. He's got good weapons both in Seattle and on the Broncos, but it's just fun to have a new landing spot. Mm -hmm. Hollywood Brown, I think, definitely gets an upgrade, especially with the news of DeAndre Hopkins coming out. Hollywood gets traded to the Cardinals. That's a big upgrade for Ryan and Hollywood there to bolster that receiving core, which he also added Traylon Burks and Jamison Williams and John Dotson and Dave, uh, David Bell, too. So, a uh, big bolster. I think, I think a small one was uh, Ronald Jones to KC. Okay. You don't you don't know how they're going to use their running backs at all yet. So mm-hmm. um, I think it's at least at least worth mentioning. Um, and then at the time of the free agency and, frenzy, he had James Conner and Chase Edmonds on his team. Mm-hmm. And so when Chase Edmonds split to Miami, that gave him. Uh, backfield share in Arizona then gave him two solid running backs on different teams he's since traded away James Conner though so and and lastly another smaller one but Russell Gage is now at Tampa Bay was requested to come to Tampa Bay by Tom Brady I mean you're Um, kind of defeating the purpose because I was just trying to hit the highlights here but if we want to go into minute detail then we can take another hour and a half on this podcast wow another tantrum right Will (laughs) 
but yes, Russell Gage, that was interesting. We'll see if he can produce better than wide receiver three numbers. Why are, we, why are we talking about that? Because you brought it up. Uh, next is my team. The biggest news there is Devontae Adams traded from Green Bay to Las Vegas. It's a downgrade to me. Uh, worst quarterback, uh, tougher division. So maybe, I mean, maybe they'll score a lot of points in Las Vegas. Um, I just don't know if Derek Carr can get him the ball as much and as efficiently as, as Aaron Rodgers did. And, and that it takes away up. my stack, so that hurts. I think I think it's a downgrade for Aaron Rodgers as well. I mean, <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. So, uh, Will's Will, biggest. Go ahead. Will Tyree Kill, Will and Hill. Uh, Tyree Kill was shockingly sent to Miami, um, just days after Devonte Adams. Yeah, but this one came out of the blue, like just what uh, Tyree. Hill might be traded. Oh, he's going to the Jets or Miami. Okay, it's Miami in like a matter of a couple hours. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, obviously you're going to say it's a downgrade for Tyreek. Uh, he's not in the most prolific offense in the NFL. Um, however, with Daniels, uh, he's pumped about getting him and – Jalen Waddle, he's very creative on how to get on getting the ball to his playmakers. So um, who knows? Maybe Tyreek Hill's volume will go up in the sense of short passes instead of just long passes since he's got Tua. Antonio, uh, DK Metcalf is the biggest loser, and that's because of uh, Russell Wilson, as we mentioned. Uh, Drew Locke is not the best quarterback, as any Denver Broncos fan can tell you. He produced a little bit with Geno Smith last year, though, didn't he? Yeah, Geno Smith was hyper-targeting him, and and he he wasn't scared to throw it to the, his his big receiver in DK. So uh, next is Baxter, uh, his boy Calvin Ridley out for the year because he bet fifteen hundred dollars mm. on DraftKings or whatever. Uh, so that's not good. Uh, lost the value there. Lost a year. Ridley will be twenty. 829 when he returns mm-hmm. in two seasons. Yep. Uh that sucks for Baxter. And then runner up for him is Wentz traded to the to the commies and Kyler was having contract disputes, but I guess Kyler and the Cardinals are all good now. They got him in uh Hollywood Brown. I don't know. Wentz has another chance to prove that he's a starting quarterback. We'll see if he can hold on to a job there. I mean, he is a starting quarterback. We just don't know if he'll be more for more than a year. Yeah. Um, next we got David, uh, obviously big Ben retired. And then the biggest news is Baker getting, getting replaced, um, and thought that he would go to the, thought that he would go to the Colts and then Matt Ryan went there. Then he thought he'd, he'd probably go to Atlanta and then Marcus Mariota was signed. So now he's just hoping that, uh, Pete Carroll really likes him, uh, to go to Seattle, um, Otherwise, he's going to be like a Mitch Trubisky and uh, be a backup role for a year um, and hopefully get a spot next year. Next, Katie uh, was – biggest one is, is Waddle, uh, partly because the head coach. I think the head coach is excited to use – well, at first he was excited to use Waddle like Debo Samuel was used. But now, not sure how that Hill signing is going to affect him. Um and then Katrina, biggest news is Gronk doesn't uh, – well, he's not on the 
on Tampa Bay yet. I think he, I think he's just trying to get out of the mini camps and the, the OTAs and the mandatory camps, and then he'll be back. He just wants to party a little bit. Um, Derek Carr definitely gets a bump with his teammate in Devontae Adams getting there, so that gives her a, a solid quarterback there. Now, uh, her tight end husband, Jake, biggest news is Winston did resign with the Saints and has a chance to play alongside uh, Michael Thomas and now Chris Olave as well as Camara. So I think, wasn't he like five and, and two? Deontay Hardy. Right. Wasn't, wasn't Winston five and two as a starter before he tore his ACL? Yeah, it's like five or two, like a three touchdown game and a zero touchdown game, and a two hey, touchdown game and a zero touchdown game. I'm just, I'm just saying that he played well at, for the team, yeah, in those games, which could at least secure him in being a uh, quarterback for in the future. And we'll see what happens with Kamara. I don't know what's going to come out of that beatdown of the fella at the Las Vegas bar. Oh yeah, I mean, you beat a guy, you only get, you'll get suspended maybe, maybe three games max. Uh, you you gamble fifteen hundred. You're spending a year. Yeah, and then you let a girl finger your bee hole. Who knows? We're gonna investigate you forever. Uh, what? I mean, allegedly that's what just Deshaun Watson was into. So <laughs> I have not heard that, and that's disturbing. All right, well, to wrap that's it your up, quarterback, Connor. To wrap 20... it up, Dylan or sorry, Amen. Uh, DJ Moore got a big contract to stay in the place that. He will never have a good quarterback. Uh, Jimmy G, and for Jimmy G, he is still on San Francisco. That whole shoulder thing that he might have purposely did it to screw over the San Francisco uh, or purposely led that leak that he was getting surgery on it, whatever. Still in San Francisco. For Dylan, uh, I had for Matt, I had not heard that part. I've, yeah, this little conspiracy. Uh, Dylan Fournette and Melvin Gordon returned to their teams, which is best case scenario. There's talk that Gordon was going to go to uh, the Ravens, which I want to suck. That's disgusting. Uh, but Fournette going back, obviously, because Tom Brady went back. But he also signed a three-year contract there. So who knows? Maybe Tom is committing to at least two years. Um, if not, uh, he can leave and Rashad White can take over. <laughs> and then lastly, his boy Debo, I don't know if any – we don't know at this moment if anything's going to happen with him um, or what's going to happen. So, All right, that's the free agency recap for all of the teams in the league. Uh, we're going to get out of here shortly, but wanted to touch on this. Our good buddy Ryan, the GM of – is it still the old hotness mm-hmm. team name? Yep. He likes to – he likes to challenge the rules of the league. We have a very extensive bylaws. Ryan likes to find workarounds and loopholes, which, you know, I'm fine with. His newest uh, innovative strategy is to, you're going to have to help me on this. Essentially, he is buying. He's creating his own waiver wire. Yeah, he's trying to become the waiver wire. So he's buying players that teams we're going to drop in the waiver wire run that happened on Wednesday morning. So essentially he said to everybody, whoever you're going to drop in a trade, send them to me and I'll send you like four fab dollars back. Mm -hmm. So he's boosting up the fab dollars for all the teams that are taking part in this. And then he's 
basically acquiring all these players that everybody wants to drop. And then and he's so going to hold them. He'll hold them until mini camps happen and the mini camp buzz starts and this player is traded to this team. And he's, I think he's hoping for hype to be built up by these players that he's acquired because he can't acquire any free, any waiver wires. No, he's well over the roster limit. Right. So then he's trying, he's hoping to flip a fourth or a third for these players in the future to help build his rebuild because he does not need his fab this off season for sure. And fab will reset in what I say when preseason starts. So it's I think an interesting strategy. Whenever the rosters are whenever the rosters are trimmed, that's whenever the yeah. The it's an interesting strategy. We will uh, see how it works. He got mad at me because I posted in the chat yesterday that I was not partaking in this event, but I was going to let it continue in the name of science, just to see what happens. I don't know what's going to happen. Um, there's a few things that could happen these bottom roster guys could somehow see a value increase and Ryan becomes the czar of the waiver wire and you have to pay him to get the players you want. Um, and then Playing the other with, pay him with picks instead of fab. Is that, you think that's essentially what he's doing? He won't give them up. In the oh, for sure. Pick. He does, I don't think he cares. He doesn't care about fab whatsoever. He doesn't, he's yeah, not trying to pick true. up waivers this year. He wants picks for next year. Yes, that's true. Um, and then the other outcome, which, might be more likely is that he ends up with 45 guys on his roster and when it's time to set a lineup in august he has to cut 15 or 17 people <laughs> to get within the roster limit um it's so a, it's gonna I be mean, a waiver party that next day yeah it's it's <laughs> an it's an innovative strategy ryan i'm here to tell you i'm not here to kill your innovation you're welcome to be innovative and you know as long as it's within the bylaws now I like have it. to come up with a Ryan rule after the season we'll, or after the off season, we'll see how this goes, but um, it's happening. It's innovative. He's trying it. We'll see how it goes. I'm a fan. I love his, he's an engineer, isn't he? Yeah. So he just, he's just thinking outside of the box. Definitely but doing that. Keep on keeping on. All right. Upcoming shows. Yep. So this is just a little uh, brainstorming for what we're going to do over the summer. Uh, Probably our next show, we're going to try and get um, the URU, the ultimate runner-up, Dylan on the show. He did finish second in the Dynasty League, which means he gets to partake in the second annual divisional draft with myself. So I will have the first pick. Dylan will go after me, and we will draft the divisions for the 2022 season. And then, you know, if he's able to come up with a name, you weren't able to come up with a name last year, Connor. Yeah, I did. So, the no-name division. Yeah, real original. Um, and then sometime later in the summer, Connor already mentioned it, we'll do a 2021 trade review show. So we'll go back and look at trades from last year and how they turned out. And then uh, we also have a, an arrangement at some point to get the Pirate League champion on our good friend. Chilavi. 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 Uh, we hope to get him on to the podcast. He's a, he's a maniac. So I'm, I'm just going <laughs> to warn all our our viewers and listeners e. we have to put an e on that episode i think we definitely will but this dude's a maniac but he's also hilarious and he loves fantasy football so also We've, there's debate that he actually won the the pirate league you know katrina yeah. did, but maybe maybe we'll bring katrina in on on the same episode <laughs> <laughs> they can fight it out um that's it for our show tonight again i'm hoping to get this show out on video 
So go check out Spotify. Spotify now has video podcasts. So if a video is able to come out, I cannot promise anything. You can find it on Spotify. And if that works, we may look into putting it on YouTube for all you YouTube people. Out sure. There. You, and then I'll, I'll get my, I'll get my AJ Brown jerseys and, and at least hang them up behind me. So yeah. I can what do you be think like about the, the mirror the, for the background? The mirror to the window outside of your office. Yeah. The mirror to the window with the reflection of the fan. Oh, ah, nice. It's not ideal. We'll see. Maybe I can do something else. I get it like a, a I green can, screen. I, I was going to say I can build some uh, or we can get together and build some hanging some floating shelves so we can put your trophies on behind you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I do have the smooch right over here to my left. Anyways, uh, that's it for our first episode of the 2022 podcast season. Yes, sir. Go uh, follow, rate, subscribe, review, five stars. Um, do we want to do dad jokes tonight? Uh, sure. Uh, well, first, uh, I meant to tell you this earlier before we start recording. Derica uh, asked me to get six cans of Sprite from the store. Uh, I realized when I got home that I, I picked seven up. Mm. <laughs> that, that's a big mistake on your part, both telling that joke and getting seven up. Uh, all right. Um, I got another one after this. Do you know what kind of ice cream is bad at tennis? Pistachio. Soft serve. Mm. Nice. Okay, yep. this is another one. Uh, what do you call a pudgy psychic? I don't know. A four chin teller. Yikes. That's borderline racist. What? No, Maybe, a four. Uh, four you have four yeah, chins. Mm -hmm. You know, like the, what your yeah. beard covers up? Hey, rude. <laughs> I just don't have a chin. That's the issue. What did the fish say? When it swam into a wall. Oh, I, uh, I thought I had it. I don't know. Damn. <laughs> That's it for us. That's it. Have a good night, everybody. <laughs> See ya.